0: what drives you, what inspires you. Let's Ignite Your Why. Welcome to Ignite Your Why podcast. I'm your host, Austin T. Gully, and we're here to have genuine conversations with authentic people to help amplify their voice and figure out what ignites their why. Today, we have Christian Johnson with us. He was born and raised in Cincinnati, Ohio. He's an alum of the one and only Northern Kentucky University, where he studied communication and business administration. He aspires to help create generational wealth and help people achieve financial freedom by being a financial coach and also help people enjoy that financial freedom by also being a travel agent. Christian, how are you doing today? I am well. How are you? You know... I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all, right? I'm tired of waking up early. I'm tired of being an adult. Right. The like, never stops, right? <laughs> for real. Like, I'm just like, I just want to sleep. Like, my dog recently has been, like, crying throughout the night. And uh-huh. I was like, I don't know what she wants. Then I take her outside, and she just wants to play. Like, I'm just like, it is 3 in the morning. Right. <laughs>
1: I have a dog, too. They always pick the great times, like, when you really want to relax and things like that like, to be like hey take me sleep. outside
0: please right Take your <laughs> like, i can't like i can't do it
1: but it's okay i don't mind
0: it now i mean it's warming up outside you know the sun is shining i'm such a natural light person right i feel you know? it I, like last night like gabby my dog was laying on my chest and then my roommate like comes out and he like gets her out up and i'm like she Ruined was the whole vibe. finally like, <laughs> just, like, like, come on oh
1: don't ruin the vibe don't kill the vibe guys <laughs> Don't kill the vibe, right?
0: (laughs) Right, but let's just get straight into this. Um, Who is Christian Johnson? What is your story?
1: Well, uh, I am Christian Johnson. I make a difference every day, and I am lifting while I climb. And what that means to me is that I know who I am, and I'm working to continue to learn myself every day. um, In Make a difference every day, you know, do something better every day, you know, both in my lives and the lives of others. And, uh, you know, through that type of philosophy, elevate myself and help, help others elevate too, you know. Like you mentioned earlier, building generational wealth and helping people really enjoy everything this world has to offer. You know, that's just one piece of it, but no, that's definitely the goal, you know. My children won't go through the same things that I went through with my parents and my
0: grandparents. I definitely feel that. So speaking of what you've been through, do you kind of feel comfortable opening up about that? Yeah, of course. You
1: know, and I think uh, that's definitely something important for people to get comfortable doing because uh, there's, there's beauty in the struggle or there's power in the struggle, you know. <laughs> uh, I uh, grew up changing schools a lot. Uh, my mother was a single mother. My father, uh, while I did have a great relationship with him, was incarcerated uh, for a good portion of my childhood and things like that. Uh, so I uh, lived in the inner city of Cincinnati, um, jumping around a few different schools, things like that, met a lot of different people. Uh, you know, uh, eventually I moved out to Westchester, Ohio, uh, and, and, to, and attended the Lakota School District, excuse me, Lakota East High School to be exact, go Thunderhawks, and uh I, you know, I had a great high school experience. Um, my mother got me away from a lot of different things that you can imagine we were dealing with, with being in the inner city, um, you know, and, and just from the struggles that she had dealt with as being a single mother, dealing with men that just didn't deserve her, didn't treat her well, didn't treat me well. Like, uh, we were just looking for a fresh start. And, you know, she made the sacrifices that she needed to to make sure I had a good education and a good, solid start out the gate, so to speak, for life. So moved there in sixth grade. Of course, I was like the only uh, only black kid. <laughs> I was like one of four in my whole elementary school. But, um, you know, uh, as the years kind of went on, it was 2006. Oh, gosh. So, I'm guessing showing my age, right? But as I... Uh, you say it like we're old. Right. We're not, you know. <laughs> but hey, 2006 was sixth grade for me, so you do the math. Um, <laughs> I just had a birthday. Happy birthday to me. But anyway, um, by the time I graduated high school, though, I I went to a big high school, 2,000 kids. So I'd say it was probably like uh, 60, 40, you know, uh, 40% diverse crowd, you know, six percent white kids. So it was a nice mix. And um, long story short, uh, with growing up in Westchester, it just taught me so much about people and uh, different types of people and how even what we... Label as types of people can have different types as well. You know what I'm saying. So you can't judge a book by its cover. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, going to Lakota East definitely prepared me for life and the things ahead. So I'm really proud of my mom for making that choice. You uh, know, it was a tough one. Um, in high school, I know that um, I dealt with some pretty dramatic things. Um, uh, specifically, the last time my father got incarcerated uh, was my sophomore beginning of my sophomore year of school you know, long story short, uh, you know, when he got incarcerated, some things kind of happened. And uh, I know my sister was a part of that. She was like kidnapped and things like that. So, you know, in the, you know, authorities responding to that situation, you know, and making sure my sister was okay. And my dad, you know, were victims of basically a robbery. um, They kind of stumbled upon things and, you know, he ended up back in jail, you know, and my sister and I, you know, left to kind of figured out, you know, with our parents. So high school was a tough time for me, you know, but I would say it it's not something that I outside of the struggle that of course everybody would go through who would experience that. Um I use theater and choir as kind of like those getaways, you know, and and that kind of helped me get get through it. Theater, choir and track, you know.
0: That's like how I was my outlet was sports. So Mm -hmm. it's always helpful when you have that, that outlet, Mm -hmm. that escape for you. Exactly. But I think what I struggled with was when I graduated and I no longer had that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, like I went from being this athlete, playing four different sports, always doing something Mm -hmm. to like not playing. Yeah. So it was super (laughs) weird because it was like when I went to college, like I could have played soccer, but like I was like, eh, like... Kind of over it like I don't really want to play anymore like right. competitively at least I should say but it was like I noticed I was starting to pick up like other things to stay busy because I didn't know what to do with myself like, right I was like didn't really have friends like to hang out with like I was like really by myself a lot so I was just like I would work go to school and that was it basically and, right like, I would just do so many things mm-hmm. it was crazy so speaking of like college and everything. I know you've had like a unique experience. Um, but like going into our next segment, I feel like this is where you found your inspiration just by like knowing you. So it leads me to my next question. What inspires you, but more importantly, what ignites your why?
1: Oh man. Uh, man. What ignites my why? Uh, (laughs) in the most blunt way possible, you know, the things that I've been through in life, uh, like everyone, sets you back from achieving your full potential. You know, uh, it can basically, the, thing, the decisions you make can either get in your way and hinder you or propel you forward, you know. And uh, some of the mistakes that I made in my life are avoidable, you know, some were not avoidable, you know, circumstances. Um, but I am a firm believer that no matter where you start in life, no matter what is stacked against you, you can create any type of life if you want for yourself you know, it's all about your attitude. Um, That little thing has a big impact, you know, your attitude. And and if you, if you get, if you have that moment where you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and you, you decide I'm going to do better, I'm going to be different. This is what I will have. This is what I will achieve. This is the type of life I want. And this is the, these are the steps I'm going to do to create it. That's all you got to do. Once you declare that for yourself, you know, you'll naturally start taking the steps around you, to make that happen. And, you know, what it ignites my why is, is the experiences that I've been through. You know, it, it taught me that lesson, you know, and, and it's shown me um, it, today that I can create that life and I'm I'm doing it actively, you know, and, and I just want to make sure my brother and sisters that are coming behind me and, and my friends and loved ones that I know don't make those same mistakes, you know, and that's really the goal for everybody. It's what should be for everybody. It's like, building on building blocks. You know, there's no reason why, you know, you and I should be dealing with the same issues that our parents dealt with at our age, the same financial Mm -hmm. circumstances. You know, our children should definitely be way ahead of us than where we are right now. They should be where we are now, like 10 or 15 years before us. You know, if not, we're not doing something right with our generational wealth building, with just our philosophy on on families and on legacy, you know? So legacy, that drives me. I want to leave a legacy. I want to make sure that my mother is taken care of, and, my, and you know, and my grandparents, they don't have to work at Amazon, for example. You know, uh, shoot, I want to make sure I'm taken care of, I mean, I, you know, my <laughs> kids take care of me. So, you know, I don't have any kids yet, but, you know, when I do that, you know, I position them to be successful, you know, because there's a lot out here in the world to see.
0: I feel it. It's like you want to be that role model Mm -hmm. and you want to set that example. Yeah. It's kind of like what I do with uh, Javier. Uh, You know, I mentioned him a few times on this podcast. Yes, Um, exactly. But like, that's my, like, that's like my fire. It's like showing him that like, no matter where you come from, like, you can do this. Right, Um, And it's kind of, it pushes you because like, you know, you have people watching you and you don't want to mess up. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of. You set the stage it, hey this yeah. is what i'm gonna
1: do now watch me do it and now, now kind of put some fire under your butt to make sure you're doing the things it that you can kind of
0: be a curse at the same time <laughs> as the blessing because yes. sometimes you can be over critically thinking of mm-hmm. every situation you're in and you're like okay like i can't fuck up like i can't i, I cannot because yes. this person's going to be upset with me or i don't want to disappoint this person mm-hmm. and like, I do it. I don't know if you do, but, like, I set myself to really high standards. So, like, if I don't meet those standards, like, for instance, I got an A-minus in a class when I was shooting for an A, and mm-hmm. I was upset about it. And yeah. people are like, you still got an A? No, it's an A-minus. Like, it's not what I wanted. Like, I could have done better. Yeah. And that's just me being overcritical. Um, I don't know if you're, like, the same Hey, uh, I, but- I, agree, I agree completely.
1: I'm just smiling and nodding at you because <laughs> I, I would say that that is – Uh, That would be the overarching main theme of my college experience. You know, um, believe in yourself as much as others believe in you. Believe in yourself as much as others believe in you. That's really important. You should write that down and and read that every day, you know, because you should believe in yourself and and give yourself some some grace. You know, you're going to make mistakes. Uh, You're going to struggle with things. All the mentors that you look at, all the people you look up to, whether you're a freshman in college or a graduate in a new work professional environment, they've all had struggles. They've been through stuff. They're not as polished as they look. They were once had to get up out the mud, so to speak, too, you know, and they've been there and done that to know. And when you choose to be vulnerable, that's some of the most powerful opportunities for growth, you know, Um, early on in college. you know, just for everybody, uh, I, I I earned a degree, a first-generation college graduate in my family. I did that. Period. You know, it did take <laughs> me six years to do it, but I finished. I finished what I started, and I didn't give up. You know, nobody can ever take that away from me. And that's one thing I had to learn. You know, early on in my college career, I had great grades, super-duper involved. That's one thing I'm really known for as a RA, SGA, uh, Black Student Union president, you know, all kinds of stuff, Um orientation leader, different things like that. But at a certain point, I was essentially, I felt spread too thin uh, with trying to be a leader on campus, be a full-time student, work part-time, still have a social life, uh, and, you know, make time for yourself, which I didn't, you know, and that's important, you know, to keep that a balance. And really, I know it's as cliche as it sounds, remain focused on why you're there, you know, to graduate and get that degree. First of all, make sure you're making good progress towards it. And if you feel like there, you're not getting traction or you're just not meeting it, you need to make sure you reach out to some people for help. And that just doesn't go for college. That goes for anything, you know. But unfortunately, because of that, I had to step away from school from some time, uh, you know, I had some people pass away, uh, got in a bad car accident, um, was dealing with depression, anxiety. Um, that I felt from exactly what you mentioned earlier, just now being worried about, oh no, my mentor who is this title or that title or my peers who are this or that or that, uh, you know, leaders on campus, sorority fraternity members, just academic peers, things like that, professors, oh no, Christian Johnson, the Christian Johnson is struggling. Oh, he's got a bad grade in a class. Oh, he missed, he's going to miss this deadline. You know, it's okay to be, not perfect all the time, you That's know? It's hard though. Man, that was so hard for me to learn because my family didn't have any idea that I was failing or even having trouble um, in college until it was basically time for me to take a break, you know, until I just put the foot down, like, nope, I'm, I'm going to step away from school to work on my mental health and just make sure I'm good to go, you know?
0: I feel like we and, can relate in that sense. It's like we mask our emotions and like we make we make it seem like we're we're good, we're straight and like we have this smiling face all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But deep down we're just like not happy, I guess you should say. Cause like I've been there.
1: Maybe not satisfied might be the, yeah, the better so word. Like, it's know? just like you're mm-hmm. like
0: you're numb. It's like I'm mm-hmm. here. Yeah. But I'm not fully present. Right. Because like my mind isn't here my mind is somewhere else Mm -hmm. so it's like that struggle and i think as a man we're taught that Mm -hmm. especially like masking your emotions and masking your feelings it's like you don't want to be seen as weak so it's like whenever you take the steps and the courage to be like okay i've had enough like i know i'm not okay yeah it takes courage it does proud of you for that because thank you it got you to where you are now so like when i think of your story about college I think of my brother. My brother has a very similar story, I guess you should say. Uh, so, like, it took him six years as well. Uh, he had to take a few years off, but he still did the damn thing. Like, he's a teacher now, so, like, mm. you can't take that away from him. Like, he's a certified teacher. Like, he'll always be that. So, it's kind of, like, I I can relate because mm. I saw the experience through my brother. Yeah. So, like, I guess for me, like, wanting to know more about your story is, like, what was the turning point for you? Like, what was it that was like, okay, this is what I need to do, and this is how I'm going to get there?
1: Yeah. So, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I, I think I had a few different sick and tired of sick and tired moments, but the but rock bottom, so to speak, <laughs> occurred, I think, you know, once I did have to step away from school, I went from being, uh, you know, the leader on campus, you know, and, you know, I uh, had... A lot of things together to a d- very, very dumbed down, simplified life very quickly. Um, it was very humbling, um, very sobering, very enlightening. Right? Because like just like you said, it, it made me sit down and really think like, okay, what do I want? What do I have to do there? What to, what do I need to do to get there? And what do I need to change right now to get started? You know, and am I willing to commit? to what it takes do I want it that bad and be honest with yourself about it you know and that's how I knew that finishing what I started and finishing my degree was important to me because I felt like I had a legacy to 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 finish you know of a story to finish writing you know with NKU and and all the people that I met there so the the, the turning point for me kind of started there there was some big events along the way that happened like I moved home because I was living on campus and, and I, you know I be, uh, moved home, became an RA. Uh, in that span of time where I basically left school, I actually had moved back down to NKU, had an apartment, and then that's when I got in the accident and had to really step away from school for the, the couple of years, you know. But when, when that accident happened, you know, um, things kind of snowballed a little bit because I was out of work. So I moved home in October of 17. I uh, was very financially well, well off. Um, had a newer car. I ended up selling my car, uh, I was a general manager at Chipotle rolling burritos, <laughs> which I loved that job. Don't get me wrong, it was great, but it wasn't helping me achieve my dreams, graduating and getting to the fields that I wanted, like financial coaching or just even more freedom, you know, uh, all around. So I left my job at Chipotle, started my new job, you know, in, in banking and in, in commercial banking, which is where I'm at now. And then, of course, from there, began to just work on me. The things that I needed to work on to uh, become a better person, to become a better student. I had to teach myself how to be a good student, you know, Uh, but really more than anything, talk to my family. Like I mentioned earlier, it was the first time they were really knowing of or learning of any of the issues I was having with grades or my health emotionally, mentally, you know, spiritually, those things. But man, you know, I went uh, back to school eventually, Uh, long story short, um, but before I could go back to school. I had a bill that I owed with NKU that I was working on paying off. So that's a reason why I dumbed down my life, moved home, got rid of my car, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all those different things uh, is to pay that bill off. And after I paid that bill off, uh, I would then be able to register for classes again and then go back to school and finish what I started. But of course, in dealing with some of those if issues and difficulties that I did, the things basically started catching up with me. You know, I was doing better, but still have to track through the mud and the hole, get out the hole I dug myself. And there's something called SAP, Satisfactory Academic Progress. And it basically is a percentage uh, milestone that you have to, of classes you need to pass that are, that are classes that are funded through federal, um, you know, uh, dollars basically. And I was just below that threshold. So not only did they say, hey, yeah, you can go back to school after you pay us our money. Also, you can figure out how you're going to pay for it. That's what they basically told me. <laughs> so talk about the odds stacked <laughs> against me. You know, it's, it's you, you know, I'm seeing all my friends graduate, pass me pie and stuff like that. And, you know, dealing with all that. And uh, well, I had gotten to a relationship by that point. So that relationship, I'd say, was definitely like a big rock for me. Um, but also I joined like a Christian ministry on campus and things like that. And just started trying to, you know, work on my faith. And I met my mentor through that. And my mentor just watched me over time and, and saw me even as I was out of school. I continued to interact with the NKU community because my girlfriend went there. Um, you know, he just saw me and saw who I was. And one morning, man, he uh, he was like, hey, Christian, you know, what you are doing? Uh, or the night before, you know, hey, can you meet me for breakfast in the morning? We can meet anywhere. You know, of course, we chose Chick-fil-A. Yes. <laughs> oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Easy choice. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but, uh, he met me for work, uh, before work. And, you know, we just did breakfast, typical, you know, conversation like we always do. But, you know, eventually he got right to the chase and was like, look, man, you know, I see how hard you've been working. I see how much you've opened up. You've, you know, you've tried to be an example for these younger students and talk about your story. And I just, you know, I see everything that you're trying to do and accomplish and, um, Man, he did some some pretty big things that I would say literally would be the pivot and the turning point trajectory of my life, like a big one. Like literally, if you imagine a car going down a road, imagine a hen taking it, snatching it, and throwing it 90 degrees to the right. That's how like impactful the change was. And and that change was what he did for me, which was he told me that, hey, I'm writing you a check uh, for I owed about $9,000 to NKU. And uh, I went, we're going to pay off this. You're going to enroll in classes in the fall. And you're going to graduate, you know. And I had the job because I was working with the bank now to pay it out of pocket. You know, I was moved home, so I didn't have rent. I got rid of my nice car. So now I had a, <laughs> a old, older, very, very much older car that with no car or a car, no, but a very, very much smaller one. Um, but... uh Man, not only did he do that, uh, he told me he was writing me another check, too, uh, and that was to pay off my car. Uh, it was, Man, that was a big moment for me because uh, uh, people know I've always been, like, driven. They know I've always been passionate and uh, resilient. And uh, during that part of my time, man, I, it, was just, it was just so hard to stay encouraged, you know. Uh, being out of school, finally kind of Uh, revealing to the world, so to speak, I was struggling and this is the mess that I was sitting on top of, you know, I already was having some issues like with my image and identity and confidence and self-concept and self-image and things like that. And man, that just, I just felt like a thousand pounds was lifted off of my shoulders overnight. And I'm just so grateful for it because, you know, it just showed me just like, uh, to be honest with you, like I, I have been working on my faith that you know that God was real and that and that God could could do things and He could bring people and put the right people in your life. You know, if you if you if you're willing to get help when you need it and talk to people. You know, we're not designed to be alone and and to isolate and and those type of things. Ironically, you know, <laughs> isolate in the in the social sense, as in you know choosing to abstain from talking to people and deal with your emotions on your own it's okay to reach out to have a sound off board
0: as i say people that you can trust and talk to oh that's so that's awesome honestly (laughs) like it's truly a blessing when you think about it like it's kind of like i would see it as a sign like okay like as you were saying like everything happens for a reason and like you were like looking for that that one thing and Mm -hmm. it was kind of just like it finally came like your patience patience is key guys like Things don't just happen overnight. Like, you gotta work through the struggles, work through the pain, like, go through the ups and downs because life is a roller coaster. Like, you just gotta buckle up and kind of just enjoy the ride. Uh, as cliche as it is, like, that's what it is. Like, you're gonna have your high moments, you're gonna have your low moments, but mm-hmm. it's how do you build from those low moments to get back? Yeah. And never give up. Like,
1: Austin said, man, you, I, I'm sure you may have seen it. Google it if you're not, don't ever give up because there's a little guy mining, right? And he keeps mining and he he gave up in this little uh, cartoon and he gave up and there's only like a slither of land between the earth where he was mining it and a a set of diamonds on the other side of it. And imagine if I would have gave up, you know, six months, three months, even a month before that, you know? that person who saw someone who wanted to help they sell help themselves wouldn't have wanted to help me people want to help people who want to help themselves is what i'm trying to get you to take away from that you know and when you show that you're that you're willing to put in the work yourself that's when people are willing to invest their time and their resources into you you know and that was a big lesson that i learned and it was it was the energizer that i needed and and it propelled me into fall 18 Where I went back, uh, back to school, and I did fall eighteen, spring nineteen, summer nineteen, fall nineteen, full time um, while working uh, three jobs, uh, living at home with my parents. Three jobs. Three jobs. Three. Three jobs. What? (laughs) Paying it out of pocket, man. It was. It was. I was living with my parents. It, It just was. It was a tough time. I mean, it was nonstop. Something to do, it's the grind barely sleeping, grind it out. You gotta do it. Uh, but I tell you what, uh, December fourteenth, twenty nineteen was one of the happiest, most fulfilling days of my life because I, I I walked across that stage and and it felt so good to like see the culmination of all the work, all the hard work, all the I'm gonna finish what I started. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. mantras that I had to like continue to tell myself and tell other people. But like it it was just a, a proud moment for me. And and it really was the icing on the cake and like the the affirmation that I needed about the hunch that I had in life, which is that you can create any type of life you want for yourself. You know, I got up all the way out the mud, you know what I'm saying? And, and now I'm climbing, you know, and my goal is to bring as many people with me as possible because we could do this. Like we're we, we going to all be millionaires. Not that it's about making money, but, it, you know, it's about building generational wealth and, and that's needed to live in the system that we live in, you know.
0: Um, I feel it. So, you, just think about this. I just thought of this. The timing of everything for you. You graduated in December of 2019. Oh, my God. <laughs> Same. Yes. Here, but when you think about it, <laughs> three <laughs> months later, the, the entire world stopped. World stopped. So yes. it's like not only did you get to walk across the stage Ugh. and you got to be in front of your family and your friends. Like, like I really feel for the 2020 grads. Yes. like. I didn't get to walk for my graduation uh. because Xavier only had like one graduation. So mm-hmm. like I'm kind of hoping they do what uh Miami University is doing. So if anyone from Xavier has the power and they're listening to this, right. <laughs> they're it's having they're having their 2020 graduates walk at their 2021 commencement. Right. So they still get only, to it's only walk right. across the stage. Right. Cuz I don't feel like I graduated. Like yeah. you probably feel like
1: I did because I got the whole ceremony, the, the whole, whole ceremony. experience with everybody close. No mask. We had the whole the, we hold the we we stayed for the whole thing. Uh, my family, a lot of them, after they saw me walk, started to leave because we had a very nice, very, very nice graduation party for me. College graduation party at my mentor's house. Once again, coming through again. <laughs> um, shout out to the Wells. Uh, I
0: love them. They're like a second family to me. Um, uh I didn't stay for my whole graduation for undergrad. Yeah. They, I stayed they, I just wanted the nah, experience. They call my name. Once they call my name, I just walked I was the hyped the whole time. I, I was, was like, like yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. like a um, part of the reason why I walked back <laughs> was like why I walked out is because like it was gonna rain mm-hmm. and like I wanted to take pictures outside. So, right. But I still didn't get to take pictures outside. I had to take pictures in front of some ugly freaking yellow wall at NKU. It was <laughs> not like no. But yeah. after that, after I graduated, I got to go to um,
1: uh, on a cruise. So I flew to Miami, stayed there a couple days, went on a cruise, a five-day cruise, went to Mexico, came back, and then went to Las Vegas before the world shut down. So I even got to experience a little bit of being a, just a worker and not having to deal with the grind that I was doing. It was being amazing just going to work and getting off of work and just being able to go home. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> not having to, was, I didn't know what to do with myself. It was so
0: funny. That's how I felt when uh, I was in with school.
1: So you like, can imagine, like, that happened and then corona happened i really didn't know it too. Much. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> right i was like uh
1: but, what did i do like yeah the pandemic is you know it's been tough
0: on everybody and things like that though, speaking so. of the pandemic it kind of leads into my next question uh with everything that was going on and kind of still going on like things are getting better slowly but surely uh but how were you taking care of yourself during that time
1: yeah oh um I'm really grateful for this time, I would say, because uh, you can imagine that the the last seven years, you know, I was in school for six, but that was a course of seven years from basically now to then, or now eight, you know, it's been some time since I graduated. But I, you can imagine I spent a lot of time with myself that I had never spent with myself before. I was always doing something, or working on something. Now is work on Christian 24-7, so... uh. I'll just randomly name things off. Like, I love candles. I'm a big candle person. I know that's random to start. I'm a big tea drinker. I love, like, hot tea
0: as in, you know, different things like that. Hot tea. Yeah. Small snippet. Good. Every time me and Javier <laughs> go out to dinner uh-huh. or whatever, he's like, can I have hot tea? And, like, the waitresses literally look at You know at what's him, up? Like, you want tea? And he's like, yeah. You yeah. like me. Like, Please and thank you <laughs> I just had to say What's that I think it's we'll so stop. funny Because thank he's 15
1: you. And like He just like My hot tea? Guy. I'm like Right <laughs> Yeah um, but, but tea, candles, music um, Really Just would slap playlists together But I've had time to like Really just vibe And listen to music And do stuff And make playlists how I want But uh, I'd say a big one To be honest with you man Therapy uh, Something I had In all those years
0: Never tried until post graduation <laughs> which I, re- I remember like you like <laughs> mentioning on like instagram about therapy and i'm pretty sure like i slid up on your story and i'm like yes do it like yes. it's been so beneficial for me like mm-hmm. therapy is just like a safe haven like you get to talk to someone about yeah. everything and they just and don't it doesn't mean you're weak you. it like, doesn't it doesn't
1: mean anything except you want somebody ob- to listen and talk to that's objective that isn't so much up in the mix of your life yeah, and what's like, going, they don't doesn't doesn't going on. doesn't have any sort of investments. They don't have any horses in the race, so to speak. You know, they might influence what they say or do or think or perceive or receive your communication, you know. Um, and a common misperception is that you got to be going through something, be depressed or stressed, go to anxiety. You could be the happiest person in the world and, and therapy can still send you to new stratospheres, you
0: know, so... Mm-hmm. Um, therapy is not just for people who are depressed yes like, that i feel like i think that's everybody the should stigma go to therapy. with therapy especially just, nowadays because everybody's so impersonable
1: because no one knows how to talk to each other anymore because everyone's stared at phones <laughs> kids <laughs> well, don't climb trees
0: anymore they play ipads and Fortnite, playstation 4s and Fortnite, <laughs> right <laughs> playstation 5s now right that's so, the culture though i feel like everything's changing like I would be surprised if malls still exist in Uh, like seven to 10 years. I just think everything is going to go online. Mm -hmm. Like I just have this gut feeling because I feel like that's the trajectory.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. the Y'all know what I'm saying. Trajectory, right. That's a hard (laughs) word to say. Say it five times fast, right? (laughs) (laughs) But like, I just feel like that's like where we're going. Um, Yeah, definitely. Therapy and then... um, Outside
1: of that, candles, tea, therapy, music, um, just relationships, uh, faith, you know, building my relationship with with God, you know, um, building my relationships with friends. You can imagine over the last few years with how much I was doing, I didn't have time to be as social as I was when I was the social butterfly on campus my first few years in school. So It was definitely hard going from being Mr. Social to Mr. Nobody Sees Me at all, you know, to now back to, all right, I want to be Mr. Social, but the world shut down. So (laughs) uh, I had to put an extra effort to uh, rekindle my relationships with some best friends and good friends and things like that. And things evolve. Things change. You know, some people are part of chapters for certain parts. Some people are part of your life for your whole life, you know. Accepting I, that, uh, building new friendships—it uh, yeah. was kind of uh, intimidating, I guess, at first. Even though I'm a social person, but I'm—I'm I'm glad I spent time doing that uh, because that's helped uh, exponentially with things. You know, just talking about my story, being comfortable about my stories, and not being self-conscious about it. Uh, and really, the biggest thing is that it, I started two businesses in the process. You know, uh, doing and accomplishing and on my way to accomplishing all the things that I always say that I want to do. And that, that feels amazing. Like just knowing like, yep, yep. I've, you know, I'm a business owner. I'm a financial coach. Uh, not only am I now living the principles that I once didn't live, I'm now teaching other people how to do that and seeing the impact that it's having when they're able to help their kids have a, a big Christmas or a nice birthday dinner that they wouldn't otherwise able would to afford or, or people be able to, uh, get their co- uh, traveling dreams and arrangements in order, you know, through the traveling agency that I create. Uh, you know, I'm a part of now. So,
0: I'm so uh, glad you mentioned yes. these because I was literally <laughs> going to bring them up. So, like, just tell us more. Like, you kind of gave us a little snippet there, but like, just tell us more. Like, what are the names? How can people get a hold of you? Different things like that. So, yeah,
1: like- definitely. Uh, so Johnson Financial Coaching right now is uh, the name of my coaching business. Uh, I do coach and not advise, so that is an important distinction to make. Um, While I may coach you, uh, maybe educate you and, and, you know, help you develop those financial principles and things that you need to know and, uh, you know, show through your behaviors over time, uh, I'm not necessarily at this point uh, going to be the one helping you make, like, uh, invest and you know, buy into mutual funds, insurance policies, things like that. That's what an advisor would be. They'd kind of be that next tier up, but that is coming, you know, uh, 2021 stay tuned slash 2022, but Johnson (laughs) financial coaching for now. Johnson fin coach, uh, Johnson F I N coach is pretty much my handle across social media, IG, Facebook, Instagram. Um, best way to get in contact with me is, uh, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, my phone numbers are there, uh, our different methods of contact, email. Any way you reach out, I'll reach back out to you. Um, you know, even if you're not sure you want to, you know, you know, engage in super deep into it, let's let's have a conversation. I, like I said, I love to do tea, different things like that. <laughs> you can drink coffee or soda, whatever it is, a pop, as they say in the Midwest, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, let's just have a conversation, you know, Um, I want to be a resource for you. Um, And then travel agency, you know, speaking of resources, you know, um, I do travel a lot. So that's something that I looked into. It's something that brings me joy. I've realized, especially since graduating, I've been lots of places and being a travel agent has uh, definitely opened up additional streams of income for me. Um, But as a side benefit, of course, lots and lots of uh, perks and cheap travel for me too, so to speak. And uh, also Connections to help other people get that too. So, um, yeah. I'm super passionate about travel. I've done a lot of it in the United States. Um, I'm almost done hitting all the coasts and different places like that before I start venturing overseas. But uh, I would love to help you travel, you know. So, uh, KJ, the travel A, is my <laughs> handle there. I debated, you know, being super you know, kind of formally professional with it or just like more personal. And I I think that travel is personal, in my opinion. So uh, my name is KJ. uh, That's one of my nicknames, rather, Christian Johnson. Um, You know, KJ the Traveler, easy to remember. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, uh, you know, fairly new to the scene, but we'll be posting content regularly, food reviews, uh, you know, location reviews, just anything about travel it's it's basically you'll get a you'll get to live vicariously through me as i go see the world you know and reach out to me i can help you do it too so
0: kj the travel agent kj the travel like a nice little kj the, the travel agent yep. you can see the ad now like right. <laughs> <laughs> like a nice little jingle yeah
1: hey i def- it's definitely a unique uh position being i love being a coach and a,
0: a travel agent you definitely don't hear people say that every day right so. <laughs> if people want to continue having a conversation with you uh, about anything that we talked about i know they can hit you up on your business pages uh, but if they wanted to like just hit you up to talk about anything besides your businesses yeah how could they get a hold of you uh i'd say instagram that's that's probably the social media I
1: most frequent um i still have a facebook you know um mostly to keep in contact with you know my friends, parents, and old, you know, timers, things like that. But <laughs> I thought you were about to say old people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I pivoted a little, uh, but anyway, Instagram, uh, the Christian Johnson. Uh, it's Christian with a K, no C H, so that helps you remember it all. I am Christian with a K, R I S T I A N. Uh, the Christian Johnson, though, uh, or call me, you know, DM me. Um, I'm a social person. I'm always... Sliding the DMs. Looking to have some fun. <laughs> right. You know, we can go, you know, get drinks, go get food, go grab coffee, tea. We can go for a jog, run. I'm pretty versatile and pretty social person. So easy to get along with, I would say.
0: Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> taking the time and re-recording because we didn't get a good take last time. But I appreciate you. Um Thank you. I appreciate you, Austin, not to cut you off there. and uh, Ignite your
1: why. I'm I'm grateful for it. And I'm actually grateful for the uh, different recordings, re -re recordings (laughs) we've had to do to get this right. Uh, But because it's really got me thinking about what my why is and what I want and things like that. I think that's an important question for everybody to ask, like I said. So one thing I said at the beginning, learn to believe in you as much as others believe in you, you know, and figure out what ignites your why. You know, listen to these other episodes because they're awesome. And it's just great to get perspective. You know, Um, I think once you gain perspective, you'll figure out what your passion is. And I 100% believe that passion
0: fuels purpose. So appreciate you. Appreciate you. (laughs) I'm going to put all of Christian's information in the description below. If you guys happen to reach out to him, please let him know how you found him. Mention this podcast so he knows. Thank you guys for listening in and always remember, find your purpose and ignite your why.